The Carolina Hurricanes have dropped three straight games and are looking to bounce back tonight at home against the New Jersey Devils. Find out how they can do that in this episode of Locked on Hurricanes. Your Locked on Hurricanes, your daily podcast on the Carolina Hurricanes, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey there, Kaniacs. I'm your host, Jared Ellis, and you're listening to Locked on Hurricanes on the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. And as always, thank you for making Locked on Hurricanes your first listen of this Tuesday afternoon. And don't forget to follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at LO underscore Hurricanes and myself on Twitter at Jared Ellis underscore 96 and subscribe to the show on YouTube. And in today's episode, folks, we'll be previewing tonight's game against the New Jersey Devils, as well as getting to hear what Rod Brindamore said in yesterday's uh, post-practice press conference. But, you know, diving into tonight's game, folks, you know, the Hurricanes, as I mentioned, have dropped three straight games with that last. They're able to pick up a point, uh, but they ultimately lost in shootout to Columbus. And they're, just on a, a skid right now, and you know, I was hoping that the that first loss to the Rangers would have just been a little bump in the road. You know, after you know, winning eleven straight, having that seventeen game point streak, and all of that, but that's not the case right now. They're in a bit of a skid, and you know, a big thing with that has been their special teams. It has been pretty garbage as of late. Uh, pretty much everyone on the team, you know, feels like special teams needs to improve big time. And, you know, one thing, you know, with tonight's game, again, it's not something I put a lot of stock into, but, you know, it, it's just a weird trend. It's an ESPN plus game and the hurricanes, whenever they're on ESPN, and these national broadcasts, they they don't play well uh, for the most part. So it, it's something to consider with this game tonight. Again, not something I put a lot of stock into. I think it's just a weird coincidence, but it, it is what it is with that. And you know, tonight against the Devils, you know, again the Hurricanes have dropped three straight, but they do still have first place in the Metropolitan Division, and the Hurricanes have won the first two meetings of this season against the Devils with that first one being a really dominant uh, 4-1 win. And then, yeah, that second one coming in a shootout as well. And, you know, I think that the Hurricanes, they are going to need to play like a team tonight. And what I mean by that is, you know, something that we've said all season long of no passengers. Like, we've Everyone has got to step up with this game tonight and, you know, every game. But, you know, you're on this losing skid right now and they need guys to step up. You know, in that game against Columbus, you know, Max Pacioretty in his second game with the Hurricanes got two goals, one of which was a power play goal, uh, which, like we said, you know, the power play hasn't been great. 
and you know to have you know this guy come in and is only his second game with the team net a power play goal that's going to be important and again i hope it wasn't just a flash in the pan i hope it's something that can continue i hope it's something that you know we can rely on him for these power play goals and yeah stuff and nazan you know with him potentially not playing tonight again he's uh still you know on the injury report you know he's practicing today but you know we'll talk more about that later with your team leader in power play goals potentially being out you're gonna need guys to step up and max pretty doing so so quickly that's gonna be really big and you know I, again he also had two goals like i said and the hurricanes they have averaged 44 shots in the last three games yeah you know, in these three losses that's a league high uh 44 shots and they've only came away with nine goals so your power play needs to step up again you got a guy like max patrick coming straight in you know and going right at it we need that con- to continue but it can't just be him or it can't just be marty nature sir andre svechkov or jordan martinuk whoever it can't just be one guy they need to play as a team. New Jersey, yeah, they started off really, really good this year. Yeah, and then they kind of dropped off a little bit. I believe they're six, eight, and three in their last uh um since December. So they're not as hot as they were, but they're still second in the division. And they want that first place back. And you know, a big way they could, you know, close that gap is by winning tonight. And the Hurricanes are really going to have to play as a team and play that full 60 minutes. That's going to be really big for the team tonight. If they can do that, I think they can be all right. But yeah, there, there's still a lot of stuff that's going to go into this game. And again, we did get to hear from Rod Burnmore after practice yesterday. Morning skate is going on right now. So, you know, We'll see what ends up getting said uh, later on this morning. But again, we did get here from Rod yesterday. And this is what Rod had to say yesterday afternoon after practice. The, um, the speed and pace New Jersey plays mm-hmm. with, does it remind you a little of what Lindy did with Buffalo back in, in your playing days? Oh, not really. No. Games changed way, way different than... Uh, not long ago, for sure. Everybody's faster now, and everything's quicker. So, but they lean into skill. They had skill, hard, right? but I think this is a much better skilled team. I mean, the players they have here, are a little different. A little different. We were talking with Sebastian a few minutes ago. He was talking about Jack Hughes. Seems like he's another level this year than he was last year. Do you? Do you agree yeah, with for him? sure. It's kind of what we talked about last time we played him. I think he's. Pushing to be one of the top guys in the league for sure. Um, every time he gets a puck, there's something dynamic happening with it, and you know you see the results. Also, with Sebastian, we talked to the way he's played since coming back from his injury. He says he feels like he's got another gear that he wants to reach. That he hadn't played quite obviously like he wants to. Have you noticed? Yeah, that? I thought. I mean, I thought he was playing phenomenally. Up, you know, up until he got taken out, and you know, it's. Uh, I thought he's been poor coming off. It's just it certainly was noticeable the first thirty games or whatever. Um, and you know he's played well. I just like I said, I think he's he's assessing it right. 
goals aside, how did you feel Max played in his his second game? Nah, he was fine. Yeah, I mean, everyone was fine. Everyone was good. We had a solid game and just a couple breakdowns and, you know, um, just didn't go our way. But we, he was good. I think I, it's probably what I anticipated was going to happen. Was, you know, that adrenaline in the first game is good. Now it's starting to, you know, level out a bit. But uh, I think, you know, the more he gets comfortable with how we do things, I think the better it'll be. So you shuffled around the power play units a little bit. Is there anything in particular you're looking for or are you just trying to find it? Um, well, no, today was just more, I went with the lines just to make it easier. So don't really need to read too much into that. Sometimes it's just easier to throw guys out. Up, they're in the same spots on different units. It didn't, it's the same concepts, so it doesn't really matter. With health coming around here, you're getting pretty close to having a full, full complement of guys. I, I imagine there's lots of tough decisions you're going to have to make. Yeah, uh, always. You know, we, we haven't had to make too many this year because we haven't been healthy but you now hopefully we have to make those tough choices you know that's that's what good teams do it's pretty thinking back to years past maybe when you were an assistant here thinking about the kind of talent you have on your fourth line now maybe or your you know what we would call the fourth line uh, versus in the past has to be pretty eye-opening well what listen the last four years we've made a huge steps and you know changing our roster and um you know, it's all because we're, I mean, now we're, we're paying the players. <laughs> At the end of the day, I mean, that's the facts. I mean, we got, you know, um, so you can have good players all up and down your lineup. All right. Thanks, Rob. Yep. So, obviously, uh, longtime fans will get a chuckle out of what he said there at the end of how they pay the players now because obviously the old regime was notoriously cheap and didn't want to play players but you know the big thing for me you know with that game against Columbus was the defensive breakdowns and you know they have got to get that cleaned up you know they had it cleaned up for a while but it's just gotten back bad again and I think that, you know, they, I don't know what's going on there. And, and I know uh, people could speculate on a million things of what's going wrong uh, in terms of these breakdowns that the Hurricanes are having on the back end. So, I don't think it's anything to worry about long term. I, I don't think it's in the same vein as like the power play or anything like that, where it's something that's an issue, like a, a big issue. I do think they're just having a bit of a skid right now. You know how how we've seen with offense, uh, getting pucks in the back of the net. You know, heck, they're having that right now. I think it's just uh a product of the skid they're on and whenever they can get things back in line i think we won't have to worry about those as much and i do think one thing that uh has hurt those is because they're on such a long long winning streak that people are overlooking you know some defensive breakdowns and you know areas that could have been improved because at the end of the day they're they're getting the wins and that's just the kind of thing that happens you know whether it be hockey football basketball 
baseball, soccer, whatever. Uh, you know, if you're winning, things tend to get overlooked a bit, uh, those mistakes. So at the end of the day, I think, you know, the the breakdowns are simply a product of the skid they're on. And once they you know, get back in a consistent rhythm, they'll be good. Sebastian Ajo, you know, again, you know, a guy that, you know, trying to get back to where he was pre-injury, I do think it will happen. I don't think it's anything to worry about. I think it's just one of those things, you know, you're coming off of injury. Sometimes it takes a little bit to get back to where you were. And that's another thing, you know, regardless of the sport, you see that. And, and you know, again, we're seeing it right now with Sebastian Ajo. You see it constantly through, throughout sports. You know, we could go down giant lists of every league when it comes to that. So, again, not something I'm worried about. But, you know, the Hurricanes, they got some work to do tonight. And we will continue to talk about what they need to do in tonight's game right after this. Folks, this episode is brought to you by Bet Online. If you're wanting to place a bet on tonight's game against the Devils or game uh, later on down the road, Bet Online has you covered because betonline.net is your number one source for all of your sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there, whether it be pro football, basketball, hockey, whatever. Bet Online has you covered. And if you love sports podcasts, which I know you do, you can even find those at Bet Online as well. And they're the fastest and easiest way to get all of your betting info. So head over to their website today or use your mobile device to learn more. Bet online where the game starts. Now, diving back into what the Hurricanes need to do tonight. And as I mentioned, uh, special teams has been especially bad. And, you know, I think that, you know, with uh, tonight's game, Max Pacioretty, uh, being there on the power play, I do think is really good. And I think that is something that they need to continue to roll with, whether or not Stefan Nason is playing. You know, he was initially on the injury report, but, you know, coming out of morning skate, everyone was practicing uh, minus Frederick Anderson. So, you know, I think that, you know, if they could have Pacioretty and Nason there on the power play, I think they would be really, they, I think they'd be set. You know, obviously all the guys need to pull their weight as well, but you know, if you know, with patch ready, like Rod Brennan said, it could be like an adrenaline thing. You know, that first game back, let's hope it's not. And uh, well, obviously it is, it was with that first game, but let's hope you know, that can be sustained and keep going forward. Because like, if you could have those two guys there, like that would be, that would be dangerous. And that's, what the Hurricanes need right now, because again, they have generated or averaged 44 shots in the last three games, but you know, they've again, only came away with nine goals. You know, you're averaging that many shots a game. You, you need to be scoring. You know, you remember that one game? Oh God, I think it was the game against the Rangers where they had like 67 shots. Like, Oh my God, you get, you do that, you're you need to be winning the game. And you know, I do think, you know, one thing 
you know, that has been going against the Hurricanes, you know, in those last three games is the goaltending. You know, they're making, you know, these goalies look like Vesna finalists, you know, with Shesterkin, uh, Saros, and Corpusalo. Like, they're make, they made those guys look like freaking Vesna finalists, you know, with the way, you know, they're just shooting and shooting and shooting, which, again, is an issue I've had for years now. I've mentioned it countless times already this season. They need to shoot to score, not just shoot to shoot. And you know, because again, that 67 shots on goal, yeah, it's a ridiculous number. You score, you shoot that many times, you should be having like six, seven, eight, nine, nine. You should be like, you should be handedly winning the game. But you know, that's not. That wasn't the case. And, you know, going into tonight's game, yeah, we'll know more like officially later. Uh, but, you know, coming out of morning skate, you know, it's being said that the lines were the same uh, as to what we saw, you know, in the last game against uh, Columbus. You know, personally, I expected a bit of a shuffle. Yeah. And we did have a bit of a shuffle. Yeah. Uh, you know, as of late, yeah, with Patrick coming back in the lineup, Nason potentially being out. Or, well, he was out. But, you know, so we did have a bit of a shuffle, but I honestly expected them to switch things up a little bit this uh, for tonight's game. But, you know, it's looking like, you know, we're going to be dealing with the same stuff, you know, as we did in Columbus. And, you know, with those lines being uh, Patrick with Ajo and Jarvis, Svechnikov, Statsny, Natchez, Martinuk, Stahl, Foss, and Tara Vining, Kokniemi, and Stefan now on the fourth line. So the fourth line is interesting uh, with Tavo and Kokniemi being down there. And again, we've said it many, many times, you know, regardless of it's this show, another Hurricanes podcast, you know, Hurricanes, you know, news outlet. You know, everyone knows that, you know, the lines like aren't. We know how Rod Brandmore feels about the lines. You know, they're kind of fluid and, you know, whoever's playing the best is going to be out there. And, you know, so I don't look too much into terrifying Kokniemi being down on the fourth line. But, you know, those guys haven't really been great as of late. And I know a lot of people aren't going to like to hear that, especially with Tara Vining, But. You know, they just aren't, especially uh, Turbo himself, like just not living up to the standards that they themselves have set here. Kokniemi is struggling right now. And, you know, he's had some moments where he's looked really good. Yeah, he has. But just as a whole, like right now, like they're just not there. So I'm not surprised. Yeah, we've seen, you know, Stastny, you know, get moved up. You know, he's on, I believe, a three-game point streak right now. Yeah, three-game point streak. So, of course, yeah, he's a hot set of hands right now. It's going to be going out there. And, again, you knew someone was going to get bumped down whenever uh, Pacioretty came into the lineup. You, you, we all knew that. And whenever uh, Nazan comes back, you know, if he is tonight uh, – if he does play tonight, um, you imagine, all right, you know, it's going to bump someone out. And if you were, and then when Andre Kasha comes back, that's going to bump someone out. So, 
you know, this stuff, you know, isn't, you know, you knew it was going to happen. And as Rod Brenmore said, you know, these are going to be tough decisions that they're having to make, you know, and, you know, something they haven't had to make all a lot this year. And I imagine, you know, it's going to be like this right here. You know, if you're struggling right now, you know, you're going to be bumped down and, you know, and just going to get to a point where you're getting, you know, sitting up in the press box, you know, being a healthy scratch. You know, that's, that's just what's going to happen, you know, with these guys getting healthy and coming back. So, you know, I think that they really need everyone to step back up. And it's going to be really interesting going forward whenever these all of these guys are healthy, what this lineup is going to look like. And you know, on you know the defensive side of things, you know, Slavin and Burns, Shea Pesci, and then you know, obviously those are going to be the same. And then now we had Jalen Chatfield and Dylan Coglin looking like the third pairing for tonight uh, with Calvin DeHaan being uh, an extra tonight. Uh, Nazan you know, is also looking like he was going to be extra tonight. But, you know, I really don't think we're going to see him uh, from everything that I'm gathering from morning skate this morning. So, you know, I'm not surprised, you know, like, you know, with Colton Yemi and, uh, Tara Vining getting bumped down. I'm not surprised with Dahan being uh, uh, an extra because just as of late, he hasn't looked great. So, you know, yeah, you're going to try something else and try Dylan Coughlin. You know, you know I, I really hope you know, he can get rolling. You know, that'd be really nice uh, with him, you know, because he at first didn't look great. You know, he was, then he was constantly getting uh scratched and then you know getting sent down to chicago for a conditioning stint you know i really want him to be able to uh really get things together just like i want calvin to be able to get things together but ultimately you know we got to get to these games you know to see that and no surprise with uh between the pipes and it's looking like it's Piotr Krachekov. that's what i figured even before morning skate uh i figured all right he's probably going to be in between the pipes tonight for the Hurricanes. But, you know, this isn't all. It's a good lineup tonight. Uh, I'm not saying uh, these lines are bad, but I, again, I did expect things to get shuffled around a little bit more, you know, whether it be, uh, you, you know, however they'd want to do it, really. You know, again, Pacioretty, you know, you figure, yeah, you know, he's going to be playing with Sebastian Otto, you know, do they move Marty Natchez up to the top line? Do they move, you know, Svetch over to the right side on the top line? Like, I, there's so many things that could be done. You know, could also move Turbo up. Like, it, it's it, it was definitely one I expected some changes for tonight's lineup. I really did, but you know, I don't get paid to make those decisions. So at the end of the day, you know, the Hurricanes have what it takes to win this game. We all know that. It's just them, all these guys that we just talked about, getting it together and playing as a team. And you know, that's going to be a big key to the game tonight. And we will talk more about the keys to the game for tonight right after this quick break, folks. 
Now, this episode is brought to you by Athletic Greens. Athletic Greens is lifestyle-friendly, whether you eat keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, or gluten-free, and it contains less than one gram of sugar with no GMOs, no nasty chemicals, or artificial anything while still tasting good. And it, of course, supports better sleep quality and supports uh, better recovery and mental clarity and alertness. And it's the one thing with the best things. Athletic Greens uses the best of the best products on the latest science with constant third part with constant product iterations and third party testing. And, you know, multivitamins are important, folks. And tons of people take some kind of multivitamin. And it's important to choose the one with high quality ingredients that your body will actually absorb. AG1 is a small micro habit with big benefits. It's one thing you can do every single day to take good care of yourself. And your subscription comes with a year's supply of vitamin D, which also is so important to add into these winter months as we don't get much sunlight. You can see it in me, you know, not as tan as I was, you know, looking a little pale and pasty. So right now it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop in a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. And to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Now, folks, these keys to the game, we've kind of touched on them already throughout the episode, but I do want to lay them out right here, right now. And, you know, a big thing that everyone is talking about is clean up the special teams. Yeah, you know, in that game against Columbus, we got two power play goals, you know, from one from Max Petri, one from Brady Shea. Brady Shea getting two power play goals in a year in this economy? What the heck? Uh, but, you know, it's, you know, that's uh, jokes aside, that's something they really got to do. You know, score on the power play. You know, yeah, you did good in Columbus, but your penalty kill sucked. And it has really sucked as of late. So they really got to clean out their special teams, power play, and penalty kill. That is going to be essential, not only for this game against New Jersey, but the next game, the game after that, and the game after that, and the game after that. They have got to get the special teams together big time whether you win this game or not whether you go to overtime or not or shoot out or not like special teams has to be cleaned up like that is going to be key win or lose tonight for the hurricanes and you know another thing that i think is going to be really essential for them to come away with the win something that we've talked about already uh with the performance of you know the goalies they play, faced over these last three games is to rattle whoever New Jersey has in net early and do not let them get settled in and get into a rhythm. You know, and because if they do that, you know, it's going to be more of the same as it has been over these last three games. Again, average 44 shots in these last three games have only came away with nine goals. 
uh, total. And, you know, again, Shesterkin, Saros, and Corpus Allo, I mean, massive props to them, you know, for getting the wins for their respective teams, you know, whenever they're facing that many shots. Like, it's, it's hard work. And, you know, at the end of the day, like I said, they, they've got to rattle whoever it is, you know, for New Jersey uh, tonight because I've said it before, you know, you they they have sometimes, you know, let these opposing goalies you know, settle in, get in a rhythm, and then, you know, game's over. You know, I go back to uh, it, whenever Detroit was here last year, it was Ned's second game back. And it is the one where he got a shutout here. And I, you know, said to my girlfriend pretty early on, you know, I want to say it was shortly in the beginning of the second period, I believe it was, uh, that the game was over because, you know, having watched Ned for so long, tell him, all right, he's in a rhythm. This game is over. Like he's not. Yeah, he may let it let in one goal or so, but yeah, you know, he obviously didn't even do that. I I knew pretty much early on that it was over. You know, have, he was in a rhythm. The Hurricanes couldn't get anything past him, and they were struggling. And yeah, I mean that's just how it was, and they cannot let that happen tonight with New Jersey. You know, also coming off of a big overtime win themselves, and you know trying to look to get some momentum back get that first place back in the division like they they're gonna do the same they're gonna try to rattle likely Piotr Kochekov and you know, can't can't do that tonight like the Hurricanes got to come out swinging and stay swinging the entire 60 minutes and that brings me to my next point of play the full 60 minutes my god it has been so frustrating obviously over these losses, uh, but just in general this season, like this should not still be an issue. Like play the full 60 minutes. You know, like I just said, stay swinging the entire game. You know, don't, don't let up. Don't take your foot off the gas. You know, you know, with the way things have been going for the hurricanes out of late, they, they need to play a full 65 minutes, you know, and I'm not even joking about going into overtime. They they need to put 110% into this game, and it is, you know, while that may feel a bit exaggerated, and it is a little bit, but, you know, you can't, you can't expect to win games constantly and not play the full 60 minutes. Yeah, about the only way you're going to get away with that is if, like, you have a lead like Georgia did over TCU last night. Yeah, you know, they they could have, you know, well, well, they did, you know, kind of take their foot off the gas, yeah, there towards the end because it was so locked up. You know, that's the only way, you know, you're going to be able to not play the full 60 minutes. And Hurricanes, they, they can't do that tonight. They, they cannot do that. It's not sustainable. I said it earlier in the year, you know, when they're constantly winning from behind of having to come back. It's not sustainable, just like it's not sustainable to, you know, only play, you know, two periods or two and a half periods or anything like that. It's not sustainable. They, they've got to play the full 60 minutes, and they have uh, also got to play as a team. 
And you know, I said you know, earlier, you know, we need you know guys staffing up. You know, you guys are coming back from injury. You know, let's see these guys. You know, really, you know, whenever they're slotting into lineup, like Dylan Coglin tonight. Uh, you know, let's see him take advantage of it. Let's see him go out there and have a good game. You know, some of these other guys that have been struggling. We talk about Tavo and Coat and Yemi. Let's see them step up, uh, being like, hey, move me back up to my normal spot. You know, I, I, you know, play like you want that second line center spot. Play like you want that first line wing spot. You know, play like that. And, you know, Jordan Stahl said it best early in the year, no passengers. That's going to be really big. And, you know, no passengers, full team game, full 60 minutes. They do that. I think they're able to win this game. And, you know, you got guys, you know, quietly, you know, doing what they can to step up. You know, we talked about Paul Statsney earlier having a three-game point streak. Brady Shea uh, scoring on the power play again. Yeah, he also had an assist in that game against Columbus. Max Pacioretty coming straight in, two goals right away. And then we also have uh, Brent Burns, you know, quietly, you know, having a really good run right now. You know, 14 points in 17 games. You know, he's stepping up on the offensive side of things. He does need to clean things up defensively. But, you know, we need everyone, you know, to really step up. You know, some of these guys that are rolling right now, you know, Marty Natius, yeah, you know, he was held off the score sheet, you know, in that game against Columbus, but he was coming up. He's coming off of a seven game point streak. You know, let's see some of these guys lift each other up. And, really get things going of not having this offense and power play looking like a dry Thanksgiving Turkey. And I think that that it's going to be big and they're going to have their work cut out for them tonight. Big time, big time. And I think, you know, that New Jersey's kind of coming in with a bit of chip on their shoulder. They're again, they're wanting their first place back and they're going to come out swinging. Like they're, they're ready to go. And, you know, yeah, you, know, you got guys you know, on that team that know this team. You know, Dougie Hamilton knows a lot of guys on these teams, knows how to play them. Yeah, you know, and you know, Eric Holla, you know, he's tends to be a bit of a villain for the Hurricanes, you know. Uh ever since he left, you know, no matter who he's playing for, he's a bit of a villain, bit of a menace for the Hurricanes. And they're gonna have to be able to be ready for all this. And I think they will be, but at the end of the day, we gotta get to the game tonight. And yeah, I'm excited for it. Again, this is also Ice Caps night, or well, North Carolina night, but they're going to be wearing the Raleigh Ice Caps uh, jerseys for warmups. You know, and we'll talk more about the history of the Ice Caps later on in the week because I'll be honest, I forgot that game was tonight. <laughs> but you know, it's, it's going to be really cool, especially for a lot of the older fans that were around to remember the Ice Caps back in the '90s. Yeah, before the Hurricanes came here, yeah, you know, the city's old ECHL team that played uh, in Dorton Arena, about a mile uh, from PNC. It's going to be really cool, and I'm really looking forward to. It. I think there's going to be a lot of cool um, stuff at tonight's game. Uh, aside from the jerseys, you know, some merchandise. Uh, they've already put out a cool interview with some of the old players. So, and we'll talk about more. We'll talk more about that article later on in the week you know whenever we have some more time to dissect it and you know 
look at these jerseys because I'm excited for it. And I know a lot of people on social media are excited for it as well. So make sure you know, if you're there tonight, take pictures of those uh, one-up jerseys because they're going to be super, super cool. And we'll talk more about those warm-up jerseys and tonight's game uh, in tomorrow's episode. So make sure you are following the show on Twitter and Instagram at LO underscore Hurricanes. Following myself on Twitter at Jared Ellis underscore 96. And subscribe to the show on YouTube if you aren't already. And I will talk to you in tomorrow's episode. Folks, enjoy the game tonight and let's go Canes.